Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. This is podcast number 348. As always, I am joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First, it's Mr. McSpicy. Hello, how's his, it going? For those of you listening, you can probably hear it. <laughs> in my voice. In his voice, but his face is naked. He has shaved his beard. He's shaved his, his mullet. The mullet's gone too. The, mullet the beard and gone. the mullet. And I'll tell you, I'm freezing. Oh, it, <laughs> that yeah. like mullet was like a coat of just warmth and around my shoulders, and it just felt it. so I good. And my beard, I have not shaved my face in ten years. You'll appreciate it in the summer. Oh well, it's not the summer now. Well, when it becomes summer. okay. Yeah. Well, back then, I'm gonna have a beard yeah. by then again, dude. Yeah. No, I like this look. This is my favorite. You like it? Yeah, yeah I like it a lot. My mom. I was telling you before. My mom. Didn't like it. <laughs> my wife likes it. Yeah. But my mom was, uh, she, you know, she's Calif. She grew up in California, loves a surfer, kind of long hair the look main. on men. Right. So she's like, I like, I like my men with long hair. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I love you too. Mom. <laughs> and I brought, I brought her flowers because oh, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, mother. that's right. So just oh, so you know, that's what I did. I forgot it's Valentine's Day. Damn it. Yeah. If, uh, Sunday. Sunday? Yeah. yeah. Dang it. Next is Jordan, the man. Jordan, welcome. Hello. And last but not least, <laughs> I am X1. We are the X1 Bros. Our newer gamer club game of the month is Falconeer. Did, every, did anybody have a chance to jump into it? I downloaded month? it because it was only like one gig. It's like 1.5 yeah, yeah. gigs. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to play yet. You did, though. I you? did. Yeah. I did. Uh, and I'd like to give my first impressions are it's not a game for me. <laughs> uh, I like the idea. I like the concept. I enjoy flying around as a falcon. <laughs> There are a couple, like, menu issues that I had. Um, just it's a little bit confusing, and I might just be dumb. But also, I feel like the camera is too far away so that when I am fighting, whether it's pirates or other hawks or falcons, I feel removed. I don't feel, like, as in the battle as I otherwise would. So, for instance, when you play, like, Star Wars uh, fighting games, you know what I mean? Uh, what's the X-Wing? Mm -hmm. uh, -huh, uh huh. Uh huh. You're like you feel in and a part of the battle, even though you're in space and you could go really far away. Like it all just works. This one, I just feel a little bit disconnected. But I do enjoy flying. They nailed the flying mechanic. That's super yeah. fun. Um, and it's a, a really cool concept. It's almost like an open world way to do it. But I just don't. After like four hours of trying really bad and wanting to get into it, I decided. Ah, Nope. I just, don't, <laughs> I, just don't, I just don't think it's for me. That's not to say you won't enjoy it. In our Gamer Club chat, a lot of people were enjoying it in there. Although a few people did say it took them a while to get into it. So maybe I just didn't get far enough. That's generally how you play games. Yeah. You play it and then you're like, ah, but I could probably play Vigor right now. <laughs> right? So, yeah, that's that's it. But that's our Game Club Game of the Month. Come join us over on Discord. Uh YouTube or x1bros.com forward slash discord is a way you can join us over there. We do have a game club discord channel that you can chat and discuss the game of the month with. Tell, play us it with you, us. tell everyone you like it, you dislike it, whatever. Yeah, Enjoy it. Go over it, there. Whatever. Tell me why I'm wrong because I'm I sure I'm sure I might be, but it's just it's just not for me. I don't think I think that's, <laughs> that's so funny. That's it. Fitzy says the right stick sensitivity is way too high. You try to look around and it whips you. It is. It's really hard to target. Different birds. Yeah. The birds. But anyways, that's that's my experience with Game Club. Streams. Guys, we are finally on. We're, we've been figuring out the whole YouTube thing. We are finally on a regular stream schedule. That's right. Every Monday and Wednesday evening, 
Come join us. Join Jordan the Man as he goes through. He went through Dragon Quest this week and Rogue Company mm -hmm. this week. So come join in every single week. Monday, Wednesday will be stream time. Make sure you hit the notification bell. Be informed whenever we go live. We also drop videos at least three times a week, maybe more. It depends on the week, but come join us. Come check out all our videos, content, and the streams, Monday, Wednesday. Jordan, how was Rogue Company? Now, this was Rogue Company season one. Yeah, Rogue Company is really fun. Yeah, give me give me season one. How do you feel like they did their, their season? Let's actually pull up Rogue Company. You know what? Yeah, I can do that. You know what's that. really good in Rogue Company? What really Like, the different abilities appeal to me, and their well, characters yeah, the, have character. The best way to describe... Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. The best way to describe Rogue Company is it's third-person Counter-Strike with Rainbow Six Siege operators. Oh, the, the reason I say that is because yeah, people compare it to Valorant, which is they're not wrong. It, it's like Valorant, too. But the abilities in Valorant and like in Overwatch are much more out there, I sure. guess. They're much more flamboyant, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I can see that. Whereas the, the, their abilities are much more Rainbow Six. Sure. You know what I mean? Like a radar, a uh, yeah. uh, super, you know, your bullets get stopping power, essentially, right? Stuff like that. But it's really fun. I like it. If you like Counter-Strike, I think you'll enjoy this game because it's a third-person Counter-Strike. Yeah. But I like it a lot. I like their season. I actually, I think I like season passes that only have 50 tiers. It yeah. feels much more attainable than the 100 tiers. D don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with 100 tiers. Apex does it. Call of Duty does it. Sea of Thieves does it. Fortnite does it. When I jumped into this one, I was like, oh, it's only 50 tiers. Like, I'm already level 30. I'm like, oh, I'm almost there. I'm you know, almost there, yeah. guys. So they have a lot of cool cosmetics. This game works perfect for cosmetics because you can see you're your in character. third person. Yeah. You can so see yourself. It's, much, it's like Fortnite where it's much more, yes, I got this skin and I can see it. You can see your weapon skins. It's, it's really fun. I really enjoy it. It's free to play. And the it's best part about fun. this game is it's cross-play and progression on... I'm pretty sure every platform it's on, and it's on every platform: that PC, Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation as well. I don't know if PlayStation talks to the other consoles. I believe it does. There's sometimes there's some weird things between like Xbox yeah. and PlayStation, but I'm pretty sure it's all it, it is all cross progression. I mean, and it's cross play, yeah. which is great. Talk, tell me about the gunplay and mechanics. How does it feel? Is it sharp? Is it does it whip? No, it feels does good. It clap. Do you remember when we played Warface Breakout? Yeah, and we'd get frustrated with like. Bullets not registering. Uh -huh. Yeah, yep, yep. that I doesn't that. happen in that this game. That is a game yeah. that you cannot have that happen. Well, and the thing is, I played that game a couple of weeks ago on stream, and it felt like the same thing was happening. And we looked it up, and there's still some issues with oh, with that you know. So it's just thing. like it's it's frustrating because yeah. I love these types of game: Counter Strike, Valorant, Rogue Company. These this style of game is why I'm really excited for Crossfire X to eventually come to the console. Yeah. But the the gunplay feels good. It feels tight. It feels clean. The third person, the whole game feels tight and clean to me. Yeah. It feels, I don't know, I don't want to compare it to Gears of War, but you know how Gears of War just felt good? Like it oh, feels yeah. clean? That's how this feels. You can't go into cover and stuff like you can in Gears of War. Uh, you can't roll around, which is great, but. Now give me, give me the game pass or not the game pass but the battle pass season one breakdown last week we talked about sea of thieves went into their season one battle pass mm -hmm. you enjoyed it but you, there were some things that you wanted to change well, there. how do these guys how have these guys done season one with cosmetics and so in sea of earn? thieves i think it's so in sea of thieves my criticism was i feel like there's a lot of gold and doubloons which is fine because you can then take that gold and doubloons and buy whatever cosmetic you want but 
I would prefer my season pass to be more cosmetic stuff that's only in that season pass. Now, I think having 100 tiers is to the detriment because if you took away all that gold and doubloons, see, these would probably be around 50 tiers and that would almost uh, be all cosmetics. Yeah. You know what that I mean? Would be less this is one, more sometimes. This one, 50 tiers, there's a lot of good, co- there's a lot of things in this game. So you can have your, you know, your nameplate that you have in games. Like when you kill yeah. someone, it pops up. You can completely customize your nameplate so they have different banners, different icons. So all, a lot of those are thrown into the battle pass. They have different weapon skins for primary weapons, uh, secondary weapons. They have a cool melee skin called RBG. Mm. It's basically a white skin with RGB on it <laughs> on all your melee weapons. Wait, RBG or RGB? R- RGB. Okay. Like RGB, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, But... I, I think having 50 tiers is that sweet spot because now they do offer gold in some of their tiers as well. So, you know, you, you essentially, how does it work with some of these battle pass? You basically make your money back if yeah. you, if, yeah, you if you complete it, it. As, you know, close to, you know, give or take on some of them. It's only $10, but I think having that 50 tiers is really that sweet spot. So is this a game that you recommend the three of us play. Yeah, this is definitely a team unity. This is definitely yeah, this huh? is this is definitely a team-based game. It's 4v4. It's got three main modes. The my favorite mode is the demolition mode, which is the counter-strike bomb plant defend. Mm-hmm. They do have different modes like a it, it's essentially like a team deathmatch and a capture the flag type mode. I like to play those as warm up just to get the Boom. the juices flowing and yep. then I jump into the the main mode here. Nice. But it's really good. It's free to play right now on Game Pass. Uh, Game Pass perks. You actually get uh, stuff for the Battle Pass. You get so much XP for the Battle Pass, some gold, which is the in-game currency, and then a couple cosmetic items. So if you have this game, which is free, jump onto Game Pass perks and claim it while you still have a chance. Yeah. Which, by the way, Yo. let, let can, we, can we mention Game Pass perks? Because you did a video on that this week. Yeah, I feel like they need to advertise that a little bit more. Yeah, they really. It, don't. It's, it's very kind of under hidden. the radar. Yeah, it, is, it really it is. is very hidden. So, and there's a lot of good perks in there. Yeah, Game Pass, Game Pass perks. This this month's additions are really high quality. In fact, we could show that video because I go through I go through them. The Game Pass perks is, I mean, you get your traditional like rogue companies on there. Mm-hmm. You get Fantasy Star Online. It seems to be one that's always there. Gives you like a nice little boost. But you also get this month for Microsoft there, it's anime month. Yeah, so you get some free animes that you so can So you watch. get Dragon Ball is it Dragon Ball Super? I think uh, it's one of the Dragon Balls. I think it's Dragon Ball Super that you get for free, the first thirteen episodes. And then you get is uh one time as well as your first thirteen episodes. And I could be I could honestly be completely wrong there, but Yeah, but it's really cool because so the reason I'm at level 32 is because I went up like 10 free levels just because I, I claimed the Game Pass perk because it gives you, they tell you how much, but it gives you X amount of XP towards Battle Pass. You hit claim, redeem the code, and then it just, and then you have extra gold. So I took that extra free gold that I got for being a Game Pass member, bought a cool skin for one of the characters. It's a really cool feature that I think Xbox should I don't, advertise yeah, more. So, just kind of push out so there. Just one, say, hey, if you're a Game Pass member, check this every one month. One Piece Dragon Ball Super is what you got for the two anime seasons. First 13, I mean, I claimed both of those right away. There was a Smite Season 8. Smite, Starter Pass. Smite you know? is always on there as well. It's really smart of these games, too, because it's a great way to get someone into the game. Absolutely. So how do you get to where these are? So you just, well, you hit the jewel button, guys, if you've not seen it. First of all, you can go check out the video over uh, YouTube.com forward slash X1Bros, and you can watch how, how to get those 
perks. But just hit the jewel button, go to Game Pass, and right below like their main picture that will be there, there's a, a section and just hit perks. And it will take you to your perks, and then you can go claim them. So we're watching a video that David made on our YouTube channel. Yep. And Chad is saying, this is Inception bro level. <laughs> <laughs> the, bros are, the bros are talking about the bros while watching the bros. Yeah, that's, that's how we do it. Because we're, we're watching our own video. We're act, our plan is actually to eventually start reporting on our own news stories. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's what we're going to do. That's exactly what we just did. But no, yeah. so what was, what was, remind me what the Rogue Company one was. Cause you got, so Rogue Company, it's the season one starter pack, which gives you, and I think you go over it in the video, it gives you uh, X amount of XP for the battle pass, so you gain... Uh, you know, a certain amount of free levels. I forget the number, but it gives you a certain amount of XP automatically towards the battle pass. It gives you weapon skins and it gives you, I think 600 gold, which mm. 600 gold is enough to buy a skin for your favorite character. Right. So it's, it's really, it's really cool. And I'll be honest. I, I don't check this as often as I should anyway, because again, it just, it flies under the radar. I, I wish Xbox flies would kind of face of common sense, push this more to the, to front and center. I'm going to try and check it at least once a month to see if there's any changes, any they new all, additions. They usually so, yeah. add stuff in so. once a month, and then there's an ex expiration date on those. Some of those are only a month. Some of those are a couple months long. So, for instance, I'm really into Vigor. About two months ago, they gave you they 500 did. free crowns and a yeah. gun pack uh, for Vigor. So, there you How go. How do you think they can showcase it more, the perks? Uh, putting it right on the front screen. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I always see those advertisements they have, and that's actually, to be honest... See, that's advertising. You know, that's money. <laughs> yeah, that could <laughs> yeah, be used yeah, yeah, yeah. for someone else to advertise it. Yeah. Hey, Microsoft. <laughs> uh, just talk, I mean, tweet it out, maybe. I don't know. Just, they just might, make they people... They probably do tweet it out. Maybe they do. It's just... I don't know. Showcase it more, I guess? That's a great question, Spicy. Yeah, that's... Know. You're, well, you that's, know, that's... Maybe they don't know how to do it. And well, that's, that's, they're asking that same question. That's the thing. So, like, you're like, why don't they just do it more? And I'm thinking, where and how? So, right there where it says 40% off Immortals Phoenix Rising. If, if you guys are watching the stream live, Pause as soon that. as you turn on your Xbox... There's the dashboard, which has your game. Your, it has the main tile on the left, and then it has the tiles across, which is all your recent stuff. Underneath that, there's two slots that are always for advertisement. Uh, usually, it's Game Pass or a new game, or See sometimes that, they'll put charities where, up there. That's where it was. So I'm gonna. He, you go down to press the Game Pass on the jewel, and it's right there. It's just a small little button. Yeah, on perks, but. I say they put it on their just at least advertise it every once in a while on your on your front screen. Just say Game Pass perks check out now or so you know what I mean something like that. But maybe it's I feel like it's a maybe it's more popular than I think, but I do feel like it's just a little bit under the radar. I mean I don't know. Let us know how many people you how many people knew about this right. Yeah, that's a uh, famed flea in chat says they should at least include it in Major Nelson's weekly video. Yeah, that would be another good idea. He he does the this week on Xbox every Friday. That would just at the beginning of the month when he mentions the new games with gold, maybe just say, hey, and check out the new Game Pass perks. Sure. Yeah. This so. brings us into a discussion that I'd like I'd like to discuss. There was a discussion <laughs> that I'd like to discuss. A fair, topic. Fair enough. A topic <laughs> that I'd like to discuss. Uh, and that is Xbox strategy here. There was an interesting interview this week over at, at Gaming Bolt by Yosef Ferris. Now, he's the director of A Way Out. He's, like Jordan said, he's the supermodel that's a developer. Yeah, he's, he's a male model that's a game developer. Yeah, I'm, pretty, a, I'm pretty positive. He's a male model. He's, actually, he's actually a pretty cool guy. Slash stand-up comedian. Very, 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 very good looking. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Slash stand-up comedy because he's pretty hilarious too. Anyways, he was asked about what he thinks about Xbox, what he thinks about PlayStation, and here's what he had to say. He says, I don't really care about consoles. For me, it's always been focused on games, games, games. 
games. Uh, he said, I mean, right now, I'm much more a fan of Sony's strategy because they make more unique IPs and focus more on games that I really enjoy that are story heavy. So I hope Microsoft goes that way. I mean, with Game Pass, I'm not sure what that's going to give. I mean, if there's no games, that makes no sense. Doesn't matter. Another thing, I don't see it as a war as well. Looking, he, he continues, sorry, like looking at how Xbox boss Phil Spencer talks about this, it seems more that he wants Game Pass to get on PS5 as well. But at the end of the day, it's about games. He continues about Game Pass. He says, however, this Netflix of gaming is interesting because I don't really see how it's going to go in the future. It's hard to tell. It's not like movies. Games are a bit different, but it's going to be interesting to follow to see what goes on there. But I sure hope that Sony continues with what they're doing, you know, making great games like The Last of Us, Spider-Man, and all that they do. And so the question came up on the internet this week, and it was discussed everywhere. Does Sony have a better strategy? What do you think of Xbox's strategy? And so I thought, well, let's let's discuss th- let's discuss that here. I don't I don't I don't think that's the right question. I don't think does Sony have a better strategy. I think the question ultimately is will Microsoft's strategy work? Because having great games is always the strategy, mm-hmm. the high the high-end strategy. But with Game Pass, is this the correct strategy? We are we are what 6 months into it. Let's say we're a year into Game Pass right now. Spicy, how do you think yeah. the Game Pass strategy is is working out for Microsoft? And do you think it's going as well as, as you'd hoped it to be going? Or just where, where are you at right now with Game Pass? Uh, well, I, I have to look at it from the perspective of the consumer, right? Because that's what I am. I don't have Microsoft's numbers in front of me. I don't know if it's working, if it's not working, or if it's going to work. But as a person who enjoys games, plays games... I pay the same price, close to the same price of a game or two, and I get a lot of games throughout the year for essentially free. I mean, I am paying that price, but I'm also getting the Microsoft titles. The exclusives. Yeah, the exclusives. Correct. Um, So as I got to look at this as a consumer, I think it benefits us greatly. I play games that I never would have played before. Let me give you an example, actually, just that happened recently. Um, I didn't play the Hitman series until uh, Hitman came out on Game Pass like a year and a half or so ago. Uh, yeah, maybe two years. Maybe a year. Maybe a year. Maybe ago. a year or so ago. Um, and now, because I played that on Game Pass, I actually purchased Hitman 3 when it came out uh, a couple weeks ago. I would never have done that if it wasn't originally on Game Pass, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Oh, yeah, no, it does. And so it, in that case, it actually prov- prom- got me to get up off my butt and buy a game that I normally wouldn't have um, because, I mean, I enjoyed the Hitman series. I played them a long time ago, but I just wasn't, I was out of the cycle of the Hitman series. And this got me to do that. Um also, I, I'm able to play a lot more games. I just go through. I do this probably once every month and a half, two months. I'll go through and just see the new games that are on there, and I'll just hit download, and I'll try them, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'll really enjoy them. So I'm getting a lot of benefit from it. Microsoft is getting a lot of benefit from it as, as well because they now have a monthly subscription it's that like I'm... A, it's like a gym pass for gamers. Correct. So... From my perspective, it works very well. I give money and I receive a lot in return. They take money and, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm, this is really, I don't really want mean it to sound so stupid, but 
I for you as a consumer, it's a win. For me as a consumer, it's a win. And Microsoft is making money from this decision. From my perspective. Yeah. In September, I have the numbers here. In September, Game Pass had 15 million subscribers this last September. And this last month on their latest earnings call, they reported 18 million subscribers. So up 3 million. That's that's, that's solid. A, that's, that's a really sure. solid Big growth. Number. Yeah. And, and so to say that maybe... Sony's is correct or incorrect or Microsoft's is incorrect or or incorrect or I don't know. I know that traditionally uh, Sony has done very well and Microsoft has done very well with the traditional way of doing things. You create a great game, you create a great console, you sell the games and you sell the consoles. That's sure. That's you know what they were doing. It's it's hardware with with the software, but this is such a new way of looking at it that I think Microsoft, as far as the gaming side of things, is one of the first people to actually take that step. Um, they're a first mover, really, to do this. And I, I don't know of any other company that could do this and because it's, diff it's different, right? It is different, absolutely. And you have the console ecosystem, which is kind of the self-contained system that gets you started that you can then launch over to PC and, and even cell phones eventually via, via streaming. Psychotic in chat says as uh, he's talking about as an average consumer, he says it saves me money in the short term and allows me to spend money on the battle passes and other in-game items. I think that's a great point. I, I even I'm not someone that spends money in game. I have spent money in game lately because Game Pass. I are, I'm already getting the game for free. I'm downloading. I'm paying for the DLC. Well, I'm not getting it for free, but I'm paying that monthly tier price, which is a lot cheaper than if I were to purchase. Oh yeah, the games it's it's pennies compared to what you if you were to buy multiple games throughout the year. It's you're definitely saving a lot of money, right? So yeah, Fame Flea said last year alone I saved about three hundred and sixty dollars having Game Pass by not having to buy the games that I was interested in. Yeah, and so to to go back to your original question, is this going to work for Microsoft? I I see it as I mean we're seeing you had the numbers fifteen million to eighteen million. I see. I see this. I don't know about Yosef Fares and how he said all those things in that quote that you read, but this is a, a huge benefit to gamers. I think the biggest. I think the biggest challenge for Microsoft is not necessarily having this, you know, as a subscription service, but how to educate people onto how much they save, and they're getting a great deal. And doing that, right? Yeah, it's 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 they ha it's kind of a different way of thinking and trying to get your your audience to think that way as well. I think that's the challenge that Microsoft has to face and is facing. And they're I think they're doing OK. I mean, they're increasing their their sales with it. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, I would like to make a statement here. And then, Jordan, you tell me you react to this. Tell mm -hmm. me if I'm right. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yosef uh, Fares, and he, he's absolutely correct here, that good games sell an ecosystem, essentially. Yes. And that PlayStation has owned really good, interesting games, and that's, that's kind of what he's going with. I would like to make the argument that Game Pass, in order to take it next level and really have huge mass appeal and draw people away from other services, you do have to have that next level game. Mm -hmm. the, those next level titles, like uh, a God of War, for instance. I would like to make the argument, though, that in order to just be successful, you don't have to have those titles on a Game Pass because the what, instead of selling a quality game, you're selling value. 
the the value proposition is just so high at this point that anything on above and beyond what we already have is really just bonus mm-hmm. thoughts on that Jordan. No, I, I agree with that. So yeah. back yeah, well, to you, David. Okay. Well, now give me your thoughts. On <laughs> no, 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 I agree with that. Can you expound? Uh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, no, I don't. I, it's interesting to see the strategies. I think both strategies work in a way. And if you notice, both companies are kind of, so they're doing their own strategy, right? Sony traditionally focuses on their first party IPs. Microsoft is going this Game Pass route, but Microsoft is also making big moves in getting those first party IPs, right? Mm. Unfortunately, it can't just happen overnight. No we sure. just saw the Bethesda deal. Yeah. Which didn't it double their first party studios almost? Uh, they have, they just announced. Not almost, it did. Oh, oh okay, it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just announced Perfect Dark from, is it the, not the Coalition, they do Gears of War, the Initiative. Initiative, yes. Which is another first party exclusive, right? So I think they're making moves to go that direction as well as have Game Pass. And even if you look over at Sony, who does have these fir- these really good first party exclusives like God of War and Spider-Man, they're starting to dip into this subscription as well. With the PS5, I mean, I don't know if you want to count it as a subscription or not, but with the PS5, when you subscribe to the PlayStation service, you now get the library, what is it, 20 PlayStation 4 games? And then, of course, they do have their PS Now. So I think they're dipping into that as well. I mean, I think both strategies work. It just which one, which one benefits you more. Sure. That uh, That is a question for each individual person to answer. Right now, I think... I think with the moves Microsoft is making to get those first-party studios and the fact that Game Pass is literally the best value in gaming, I I think that strategy, I, I think it might pay off for them in the long run. Not to mention, we're also forgetting it's not just Game Pass. We also have EA Play that just joined with Game Pass, and rumor is the Ubisoft Plus is going to come to Game Pass as well. Yeah. yeah. So if they, if they can get all of that in one, I, I think... It just increases the value of of that service. And like you said, the value of that service at this point, even just right now without the Ubisoft service, is so high. It's it's almost it's it's like it's like the old Big Mac Mondays, you know? You're losing money if you don't go and buy a big you know, yeah, yeah, it was it was buy it was buy like yeah, it was buy one Big Mac, get one free or or something like that. It, 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 you're losing money if you don't go and buy it. You know, and I feel like you are really missing out. I to Mark's point, I've also played a few games on Game Pass that I otherwise never would have played because I wouldn't have just taken the time to, you know, sure go out and buy them and download them, right? I also think Game Pass is really good for smaller developers to get their game out there. Absolutely. I, I think it's good for games like, let's take Battlefront 2, for example, that just went to the, uh, I think it was last month. Star Wars Battlefront 2 went free to play on Epic Game Store for like a week you could download it and that just brought a huge resurgence of players back to that game so it essentially brought a game that was almost done with its life cycle and now everybody's playing it again right so I, I think Game Pass does things like D- that with, does with similar certain, yeah yeah does similar, does similar things to, to that it, it brings life into uh, maybe older games it, it brings new games to different players but I, I think Game Pass with the addition of, of EA Play and maybe the Ubisoft service if that if those rumors are true is the best value in gaming and I think it's getting harder and harder to pass up in addition we do have these first party games coming so I, I, I think Microsoft and I'm not just saying this because you know I do an Xbox podcast but legitimately I think Microsoft is set up for the future better at this point than Sony is because they already have Game Pass in place already at a great value with tons of games coming in with EA Play. Well, they got the model figured out. Yeah, and 
they they're starting. We've now put in our time of waiting. We're starting to get these first party titles out there, like the new Perfect Dark game, all of the new Bethesda titles, Halo Infinite later this so year. So let's right? do this. Blockbuster is no longer in business. What if Blockbuster created Blockbuster online video streaming before Netflix? We would just know block. We would we would know Blockbuster as Blockbuster. Well, sure, yeah. And that so that's the advantage of being first in mm-hmm. or in all reality. It yeah, takes, well, it takes time the to challenge, perfect the model. I mean, the challenge really. I mean, Netflix had to go through that transition of mailing DVDs. Yeah, before, and they still did for a while. Yeah, do they still? Can I, you I think they that? still do. That's I, hilarious. I think they still do. But I, and that's the that's the I. So my opinion, unlike Yosef Ferez. And I'm probably butchering his name, but I know he's handsome. So. Yeah, he's, he's the very, supermodel. Yeah, yeah, the supermodel. Uh, my opinion is this is the future of gaming. Like he has, he's he's very conservative in his opinion, where he's like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm waiting to I'm see. Waiting. Yeah, uh, I know what does work. This is what works. Yeah, yeah. but from and it's probably because I've tasted the fruits of this. <laughs> you, you know, have. you have, and that's and that's I think good. the challenge that Microsoft has, and that's what I think they've been trying to do, giving ultimate out for a dollar. Remember, they've been doing that for a yeah. while. Yeah, they're trying to give people a taste of that crack because yeah. that's what I mean. The first one's free, but the next one's going to cost <laughs> yeah. you. You know, yeah. that's that's essentially what they're trying to do because it is so good that if people taste of this. They'll be on board so fast. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah. The, so, for instance, the other day I'm playing um, the Falconeer and I'm trying it out. I don't like it. I'm not mad that I don't like it. I just figure, oh, you know what? This is not for me. Had I purchased that game. Oh, I'd be pissed. That's what Game Pass does for you. It kind of takes out the negativity. It does. It does. Of gaming. <laughs> it makes it a little bit more well, positive. And what's funny is we haven't even talked about, Mark mentioned Game Pass Ultimate. We haven't even talked about the PC side of things that goes along with Game Pass, which yeah. also increases the value. Well, and a, 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 sorry, a big note there is Forza Horizon 4 is coming to PC. It has been announced. So that strategy is a whole other level of stuff that's happening with with Microsoft. What you but, mean? But go ahead, you Jordan. mean for the not Forza Horizon Four? No, no, yeah, Forza Horizon Four, the latest Forza Horizon. It's already on PC. Well, then it just came to PC. <laughs> well, it's been on there for a while. Though. Well, Steam. Then. Oh, that's what. Okay, sorry, Steam. sorry, I was, uh, sorry. It's yeah, coming to Steam. Yeah, so that, that, that makes more yeah, sense. It's on Game Pass. Don't be a jerk, Steam. Jordan. Yeah, sorry. I was just. What are you talking about? <laughs> so well, and I, I, like I said, I don't think Sony's strategy is wrong. Because let's be honest, God of War was an excellent game, and I really and so was Spider Man. I think those were two of my favorite games of the last generation on the PS4. Actually, I have to throw Ghost of Tsushima in there because that game was that pretty was cool. That fantastic. was pretty awesome too. So I mean, those were like my top three games of the PlayStation last generation, right? So I don't think their strategy is wrong, and I don't think Microsoft's strategy is wrong. What I'm my point is is I just think Microsoft right now is set up better for the future because they already have the foundation of Game Pass in place. Now, they just need to start rolling out their first-party exclusives, well, which they're going to start doing this year. I mean, well, let's consider it like pillars, right? They are putting pillars in place on a lot more fronts uh-huh. than I think the traditional way of doing things. Yeah. they. It's not like they're ignoring hardware. Yeah. They, they nope. still have the most powerful console, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's not like they're ignoring game developers and they're buying Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not like they're ignoring all these things. They still have their traditional way of doing things. They sell games. They make consoles just like just like Sony does. They're just adding on top of it different pillars of foundation to, you know, whether whether the future and 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 bask from 
streaming the is strategy. One of, streaming is one of those. Stream, streaming, streaming, exactly, others. exactly. I think, I think it's just. I honestly, because I play game, I play a lot of Game Pass games. I feel as though because I've dabbed in this or dabbled in this, I've, I just think it's the future because. Yeah. I, I think three years ago or four years ago when I didn't have this or however long ago it was, I don't even remember, I was buying games like a sucker. We all were. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And now that I have this, it's awesome. I just go, oh, uh, let's download that. Yeah. Fantastic. I will be playing that one tomorrow. Yeah, no, this is a good discussion. The My problem with the way that this discussion was shaped this week was it, it did say on the internet, uh, yeah, on the interwebs and and journalists, all that stuff, journalist yeah. news sites was placed. Joseph Fares favors PlayStation strategy over Xbox, and that's not at all. It's just the proven strategy, PlayStation strategy well, he, of he, having he, quality quality games to sell your console and going from there. And it's not that Microsoft doesn't have quality games, but they are going in this subscription based model, and that's yet to have been borne out and proven. Um, and that's more of an accurate, uh, and he's waiting for that, in, in, yeah. you know, and so that's more of an accurate, not which one is better, but will the Xbox strategy end up working? And so far, I think it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, 18 million subscribers. That's yeah. not, that's nothing to scoff at. Yeah. Great discussion. Let's discuss Liberation oh, real quick. Now, games. This, this is a game. We got some game announcements. Trailer this that week. was announced, and we watched it in the pre-show. If you guys haven't, come join us on the pre-show. YouTube.com forward slash X One Bro. It's the show before the show. It's where we get down and dirty, and we uh, discuss things before we just jump on here. So, so there you go. there's a new game coming out called Disciples Liberation. It just dropped their announcement trailer this week. This announcement trailer shows no gameplay. It's just a cinematic trailer, just to wet the palate. It does a good job. Does so it definitely it's piques your interest. It, it really does. But Can we do me? know a little bit about this game from yeah. just the description. That's tell really all me, we know. Tell me what it's about because we don't. Is this an RPG? Is so this it an is. MMO? So this is this is this is all we know about the game. They on Steam. They have their preview up on Steam. It has a couple screenshots, and then it has their description. Disciples Liberation is a mature dark fantasy strategy RPG with turn-based combat, which Ooh. I like turn-based yeah, who combat, doesn't? so I'm excited for that. Liberate the land of Never Nevendar and uncover the endless stories hidden within a richly detailed world where every decision has a consequence, which I like that too, mm. and every wrong move could be deadly, and that's that's really all we know about the game, minus the trailer that we have, and then we have a couple screenshots on yeah. on the Steam page. So will it be good? This Does it look good? We don't know. This game is coming out later, 2021. It will be on the Xbox, which is exciting. I'm excited for... It, it almost feels to me... David, you said it's got Witcher vibes. It does. It almost feels like a, a that type of story, a mature, dark fantasy story with turn-based combat. Yeah, you that's know? a great point. Which Witcher, I'm, I'm excited for. Witcher, if Witcher and Dragon Age had a baby. Yeah. Well, and I'm almost, I'm almost getting Divinity vibes because if in the trailer it shows two people, and they're kind of connected to each other. So yeah. I'm almost getting that you're gonna have a party of people. Maybe how? Are how yeah. Are, are we gonna have in-depth mechanics like, you know, like oh. in Divinity or stuff? It just, it really looks. It piques my interest, and I'm very. And it came out of nowhere. Just launched. Just they dropped it this week, and we're like, hey, agreed. Uh, Spicy. This, we're making th a game. Did this do anything for you? I have no idea what I'm getting into, <laughs> but I mean, I, everybody can go watch the trailer on YouTube right now. It's creepy. <laughs> it's it's a little scary. It's, it's intense. But and everyone's attractive in the game. I mean, it's there's got a it's fantasy. There's a lot of win in this. 
You know, nice. so it's turn, a win-win-win. Turn-based RPG. I love turn-based RPG, yeah. which, by the way, I've started playing Dragon Quest. Yeah, now. it's a fun one. Fantastic. Oh. Everyone in that game is cross-eyed. Uh. Do you know what's funny about that? Everyone I know we're talking about this is, game. Everyone in that game is it cross-eyed. Really, he's not kidding. I the, the town dog is more cross-eyed than anything I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's like... <laughs> well, what's funny, what's funny is everyone in the game is cross-eyed except... Cool characters, <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, that's a cool guy. He's not cross-eyed. Sandy, I think the dog's name was Sandy. Yeah, that poor dog. And if you're over forty, you're automatically three feet tall and fat. That's hilarious. everybody over the age of forty is just like three feet tall and really round. No, that's but funny. they have some sweet stashes and beards. Don't oh, they? They, do. they? They that do. That is some thick facial hair thick <laughs> i i really that i wanted to bring that game up because that's turn-based strategy mm-hmm. i i very much enjoy it yeah so. so that's liberation guys we're very excited for it go check out the trailer the other one that we're very excited for now yeah, this, this one. where this is serious and hardcore and and does this like witcher fantasy vibe this next one looks just fun mm-hmm. it's fun brutal team-based awesomeness and that is Chivalry 2. Yes, this is the sequel to Chivalry Medieval Warfare, which, by the way, I have downloaded and am going to play when I get home tonight. I didn't play a lot of the first Chivalry, so I can't really talk about that. But the trailer for Chivalry 2, which is basically their announcement trailer for it coming to Xbox, really got me going. Got yeah, me going it, big. It's If you've never seen this game, it's basically, they, what they say, 64 player online yeah, for Chivalry 2? So 64 players... First, medieval combat yeah simulator. first person medieval combat and you can there's you can, a lot of heads yeah you can cut off, off a lot of heads you can it looks real it, i'll tell you the sandbox in this game actually looks really fun the, the way you can pick up you can it's basically sieging a castle and defending a castle type of thing i'm sure there's different game modes but that's what we'll talk about you can throw your weapons you can pick up chickens you can it looks like have catapults that destroy walls. You can yeah. throw rocks down at people and barrels and light stuff on fire. Like the, I think the sandbox of this is going to be really fun. It looks like they've turned everything up to 10. They said, hey, what was good in the first one? And just turned up that Turned knob. up to 10. I predict that DLC, we're going to get drous- uh, jousting. I think we're going to get cavalry charges. I think this jousting would be awesome. This, they'll, they'll remake this, the actual game Joust. Joust, yeah. <laughs> this this game just does it now. If you've never tried out Chivalry, I highly recommend it. I'm pretty sure if it's not, is it on Game Pass? I don't know. I know I, we have it. I, yeah. I remember I play. I can't. I can't even remember. I know we played it for just a little bit. I know I have it on Steam, and we played it sure. pretty fairly early, didn't we? Yeah. So so oh, thi- yeah. this is medieval simulation. Like it's hard. It's not hard, but if you get hit, you die. That's basically what yeah, it is. Yeah. And you go in with your team. You're trying to take over a castle or this point of interest. And it looked like, look at that, dude. Like, so it looks awesome. really good. Oh, it's just go check exciting. out the trailer. It looks really good. So Chivalry 2 launches on June 8th, 2021. So not too far away. And if you pre-purchase the game, you are guaranteed access to the closed beta, which starts March 26th through March 29th. Yep. So be sure to check that out there if you're you interested. Go. New additions to Game Pass this week. Game I think uh, very good ones. We got Final Fantasy twelve, The Zodiac Age. Really good game. If you've not played it, it's yeah. a good time to jump into it. The game has already been on Xbox for a while, but now it's on Game Pass, so Boom. be sure to check it out. One I'm excited for, Jurassic World Evolution. Now, this is the building. This is the... the zoopoly. Yeah, it's Zoo, Zoo tycoon, tycoon with Jurassic Park. Yeah, which a lot of people enjoy that. I know. I've heard a lot of good things about it. As have I. So now on Game Pass, and then Stealth Inc. 2. 
I don't know. That a game. game of clones is also now on Game Pass, I, which is very great. And then last but certainly not least, moving on to a little bit of Halo, Halo Infinite. There is a video that dropped this week. It's a about a 25 minute video where the developers talk about the sandbox of, of the game. It's the community manager and one of the I think it's the lead sandbox developer. They talk about and ask and answer questions from the community. They talk about the grappling hook, weapons, vehicles, and a bunch of different stuff. A couple things. I'll let you guys watch the video. It's, it's really good. It's only 25 minutes. A lot of cool info in there. Yeah. They talk about grappling, the grappling hook uh, specifically. They talk about being able, you can grapple weapons to you. Oh, I like that. You can, one question was, can I grapple a banshee and steal it? And the guy said, well, yeah, why not? You know, stuff, you know, if you can, go, yeah, if, if you, you can yeah. grapple a gun, you can so, grapple a banshee. They also they also talked about he did say this is a service game. He didn't really expand on it, but he specifically said this is a service game, which means which is kind of what we've been it's talking perpetual. about. Yeah, it's perpetual. It's right? not it's right? never ending. I don't think uh, and I think they may have talked about this a little bit, too. I don't they we're not going to get Halo 7 because this is technically Halo 6, right? Sure. We're not going to get Halo 7 anytime soon because the studio wants to focus on continual updates which will introduce new weapons game, all that stuff, well, right? You know, here's my thought. It's a service game. It's my going to be a Yeah, my thought game. is, think of ESO. Mm -hmm. ESO comes out with this new chapter. That's that's how, in my mind, Halo Infinite is going to be. Halo 7, quote unquote, will be a chapter, will be yeah. a chapter in, in the Halo Infinite universe that mm -hmm. you add on. Similar like what Destiny does yeah. to its, to its you know, new events and new chapters and whatever. That's I think how Halo Infinite is going to operate. Yeah. What's really exciting about this video, and this is the vibe that I got, is they really mentioned and talked a lot about the sandbox and how they want to make the sandbox fun and how they're putting things in place to make it easy to to you know add new stuff, balance weapons. But they kept mentioning the sandbox, which I mean, think about it. Think about the grappling hook in the sandbox. How fun was it in Titanfall when you grapple... In Titanfall 2, I think it was, when you grapple hooked someone and then just punched him in the face. You know what I mean? I like stuff yeah. like that. The sandbox, especially in a game like Halo, I think makes the game, especially on the multiplayer side. Yeah. yeah. Which is really... I look at Warzone. The Warzone sandbox is incredibly fun. I think that's where Battlefield 5 was actually lacking, is their sandbox wasn't the same as it was in like Battlefield 4 or previous games. And then Warzone comes in, and I mean, you could do crazy stuff in Warzone. You can you can throw detonators onto helicopters and drop them off onto cars. Like, you know, like yeah. it's the, I think the sandbox, especially in these types of games, and especially on the multiplayer side, I think make the game. So let's bring Spicy in on this. How do you feel about Halo going to this? I mean, and, and we're kind of speculating here, but yeah, because they never really they said never really anything. Say it, they just said they did say it's a service game, and they talked about bringing continual updates that'll introduce yeah. new so, weapons and so features. So we're and assuming it's release. it's a perpetual, you know, this kind of perpetual Halo Destiny-ish sandbox type of game. How do you feel about that, Spicy? In in your Halo, you want that in your Halo or no? Well, I think of all games, this one lends itself very well to that formula. Mm. It really does. I I mean. Even in the other, in Halo 3, question mark, the samurai armor that I had to earn, right? Like, I feel like they can do that very well as you, the carrot on the stick, earn more, earn more, earn more. I think this game lends very well to it because visually you can see a lot of cool things that you can progressively get later on, you know, like... Are, so when you say service, are you think, are you thinking like battle? We're talking, no, no, we're talking we're talking like a like, like a e destiny, like ESO, like ESO, like ESO. They haven't released ESO two. They released a new chapter, which is a a, 
a new expansion, essentially. Right? Sure. Uh, Destiny, I think, would be the best example and more comparable to probably what I think Halo Infinite might do is every so often they come out with like a big DLC that expands sure. story, expands, you know, multiplayer. You know, I, I think, again, we don't know for sure because they haven't said anything, but from what it sounds like and what we're hearing is I think it's going to go that way, a live well, so, service type game. Yeah, but see, what makes Destiny so great is the ability to play hard mm-hmm. and get cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, and that's what I'm talking about. Like Halo is a universe in where you can really do some pretty incredible things with, with by doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't necessarily... How would they do... I, I, I honestly don't know how they would do certain things if they're a service game, like... But they could in that universe. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You can build the game into a way that you can have it consistently bringing cool things to to the audience, right, that I would really enjoy. And uh, that's, the th- that's the thing about these perpetual games is how do you keep people in interested, them yeah. and keep them interested? It's giving that little carrot. Just a tiny just, little just carrot. Here, come here, little guy. Come, come here. log in every day. And, well, and that's, that's like the basic premise of a battle pass, right? Sure, carrot exactly. on the stick, right? You know, how that's, do you keep... Now, I don't know if Halo's going to do a battle pass. There are rumors that... Well, wait, actually, is it a rumor or did they confirm it that multiplayer will be free? Well, I believe they confirmed it. I think they confirmed it, yeah. And if multiplayer is going to be free, then obviously there's going to be some type of sure. either battle pass or, or something, you know, that they're going to do. Although with keep... the game pass model, I'm not sure that you need that. I think, well, I, mean, sell- I think the selling point, think about this. It's a Microsoft first party title. Yeah. Your selling point would be, Halo, let's, let's say it is what they purport it to be. This is the Halo of our lifetime. Yeah. Come play it here. It's as long as you're on bat on Game Pass, everything is free. Yeah, you could. I mean, yeah, Destiny's on Game Pass, and they still do additional battle passes and stuff like that. So because I mean, you got to, I mean, because I feel like the developer does have to make money somehow, right? To to keep. Well, you're a Microsoft Studio, like. I guess Microsoft's making the money. Yeah, it's a subscription service. Yeah, you can do that with that. It's kind of a hidden subscription service (laughs) if you think about it. Like, like, wow, you actually have to pay money (laughs) for that. Well, this is, you you buy the Disneyland bucks, you know. How funny would it be, you mentioned Destiny, and this, this is not to take anything away from Destiny, they're absolutely crushing it, but how ironic would it be, and we've yet to really see a Destiny killer. We keep expecting, like, oh, is Division going to do it? Mm-hmm. Oh, is Anthem going to do it? Nope, that was a big no. It was a first-round <laughs> knockout by Destiny. Um, what if the game that does it is Halo? Well, it could. That's what I'm saying. This They have a they have a fan base. The game that Bungie created. <laughs> that was, Yeah, that's ironic, right? Beats the game they've created. You have the fan base, and you're trying to get new players and everything. We had this discussion a couple weeks ago. About the challenge that they oh, I, have. Yeah, I don't want to be that person. Oh, I know. It's you. You want to get the old audience. You want to get the young audience, and you want to get everyone in between. But they all like different things. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so going to be the challenge that they. It's going to be really interesting to see how they do because I think I, I. I mean, Halo. Halo actually has a battle pass right now on the Master Chief Collection, and it's free. It's not. I mean, there's some cool stuff on there here and there. It's not anything like. That blows your mind, but sure. they already have it. So I wonder if that's them trying to test things out or, yeah. or why not? do some back end systems, right? A ch- a tester. What's going to be interesting is how they do the multiplayer compared to the campaign. See, what Destiny has is essentially an ongoing campaign with expansions, the drive to get exotic weapons, all these different side quests and stuff, you know, stuff like that. Halo 
we we know it's going to be kind of an open world type-ish game. So I, I wonder how they're going to do, you know, are, and what's co-op campaign going to be like? You know, are they going to have some type of RPG system in it where you can upgrade certain aspects of your armor throughout the main campaign? And, you know, I, I just wonder, I wonder what they're going to do with the campaign and the multiplayer. It's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it really will be interesting to see. What I really want to see. The irony, sorry, the irony oh, yeah, would be hilarious good. of Bungie creates Halo, Bungie creates Destiny, Halo mm-hmm. kills Destiny. I'm not saying that that's going to happen. The likelihood that that happens is next to none. But that's yeah. a cool. It's a cool. It's like a movie. It's like <laughs> what, a Hollywood script. What I really want to see. I mean, because I really want to see what they're going to do with their campaign. Because I don't think it's going to be the traditional Halo campaign. Uh, no, I think it's going to have traditional elements like, you know, that that. Because when we watched that gameplay trailer, it did feel very combat evolved, like the first Halo, which yeah. which is a good feel. That's but, very good. Yeah. If they also add that open world stuff, explore, do missions in what order, you know, I, I don't know what they're going to do, right? I, I think it's going to be a little bit different than the traditional Halo campaign that we've seen over the past couple of games. And then, you know, multiplayer. But what I'm really excited to see is I really want to know what their answer is, because they said they had an answer, what their answer is to the large scale warfare, like a battle yeah. royale. Because they, yeah. they specifically came out and said that Warzone 2.0 is our answer to the battle royale, you know, so... I think we're going to get a lot of information about Halo at this year's E3 or whatever it's going to be, Microsoft's E3 event. Yeah. But I'm That's I'm a, very it's exciting yeah. regardless. And that brings oh, us Oh, sorry. Go I was going to say I actually do like that Halo's doing this 343. This wasn't a huge video. They're basically doing what they said. They want to yeah. come out with monthly updates and it's going to be nothing, you know, they're not going to drop huge bombs. But I thought this was really good. It was two developers talking about answering questions from the community and kind of talking about this little specific feature in the game, the sandbox. And I actually think this is a good I don't know if you want to call it earn, you know, hype back or gain the hype back, but I think this is a good way to to gain that hype back for the game that they probably, you know, lost when they had all their stuff happen sure. last year. No, right? I, you know, anytime so. you have transparency, it's always good. So that brings us to the last segment of our show. This is the question shit segment. The question what segment? This was the question session. <laughs> <laughs> to submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros. Hit that community tab. And if you're a member, you can submit your question. Our first question comes from the one and only the manly manly manny man it's andrew coolanine coolanine sorry andrew says uh, i just got way into minecraft first time player long time listener uh is there a game you wanted to play but thought it came out too long ago so you didn't bother i got mine right off the bat kingdom hearts not mm. because it came out too long ago but because the catch up on that story is how many hours a lot a lot I mean, you of can hours. watch. You can watch videos, but but, yeah. but can you? But can, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm you saying. You have to. I played. I I compared it to Hitman. I played the Hitmans, and I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I watched the videos preparatory in preparatory for Hitman Three, Idea. and I still don't know what's going on. So, and Kingdom Hearts Three, I watched those. I've watched them. The Catch Me Up stuff. I have no idea who half these people are. I don't have and a clue. And I've seen them, the Disney movies. <laughs> and I know all the Disney characters, so that's half the cast. I know. I know. Uh, I don't understand. Jordan, so. game that's just been out too long that you want to jump into, but you're like, ah, I just I don't think I can. I don't know. Spicy, anything come to, come to your mind on that? Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a hard one. See, Kingdom Hearts for me. A lot of MMOs do that for me. Yeah, like. A Final Fantasy, although I did commit last week, if Final Fantasy 14 comes to Xbox, 
I will be jumping into that with I, you, Jordan. I will say Warcraft, and yeah. I was grateful that Warcraft Classic came out because it gave me an opportunity to say that I went in at the ground floor, ground <laughs> yeah. floor a little bit, and I played that for a couple months. Yeah. Right? Until I... Well, see, and like, see oh those gosh, types of shower. games that have been yeah. out for years, <laughs> the perpetual games that have been out for years is a whole other animal, too, because part of the experience, like Jordan said, is being there live in yeah. the moment. I, I think I almost feel that way about, like, Division 2. Yeah. I can see because that. Because yeah. Division 2 just came out with an update this week where they... Uh, <gasps> it, it's not update. like... Well, kind of. It's like a... Well, everyone's raving a, about it. Well, it's it's like a... It's not, not Jordan. Well, uh, no, it's no, no, no. Jordan it's, says digital foundry. Suck it. You're wrong. No, 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 no. They did a good job when they I think they said this, too. It's not optimized for Series X because it's still technically playing in backward compatibility sure. mode. They just essentially upped the frame rate and bumped up the graphics just a tiny bit on, you know. So anyway, but I I, I feel like in that game, like, oh, I want to jump in. I saw that this week. I'm like, oh, I want to jump in. But then I was like, ah, I'm kind of too far behind. Yeah. You know, even though there's probably a lot of things in place that that yeah. help new players, but I don't. I would say that game because that's how I thought this week. Another game for me is Ark Survival Evolved. I was thinking of Ark too. I want to jump in. I have that actually download on on all of my consoles, and I haven't jumped in because it's just evolved so much. Yeah, that the other ones are space games. So Elite Dangerous is one that's just changed so much. See, I want to play Ark because I love survival games, but. I'm holding out for Rust. Yeah, when because Rust it's kind of, they're saying the last dev I the dev blog update I read from Rust is they were like guys we're 95% sure positive it's going to come out in quarter 1. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know we're going to try. But don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm really excited for Rust to come to Xbox and I think that'll be my survival game of choice. Yep. But yeah, I, I want to jump into Arkham. Great question Andrew. Thank you very much for writing in. Matt Balzi writes in and he says, good evening, bros. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. What fully announced game releasing in 2021 are you most intrigued about? That's not Halo. <laughs> Personally, I saw Scarlet Nexus on that Xbox showcase last year, and it piques my interest. Supposed to be released this summer. Mm. I'm going to throw another one there as well. It can't be Flight Simulator either. Because we're already... I, I know what I'm going to say. No, go ahead. What's it yours? happened this week. I think Chivalry 2 I'm very excited <laughs> for, to be honest with you. Chivalry 2 and Resident Evil 8. I, I'm. Those are the two games, other than Halo, that I'm really pumped for this year. But Chivalry 2, that trailer, just like, oh man, what... Uh, I, the, the possibilities are endless, I think, in that game. What is coming in Chivalry 2? Spicy, any so that's been announced? Mine's, I, this is not necessarily Xbox. <laughs> oh, okay. So can I just... Yeah, let's just go I for just, it. Just give it to me. I saw it's Epic that's releasing this. Okay. And oh. they said 2021, and it might be first quarter 2021, but I think it was... can't remember. Have you seen what they're doing, what's called MetaHuman? Mm-mm. Okay, oh. I, I'm going to pull I'm gonna pull up a trailer real quick so you yeah. guys can see this. Um. It's not Xbox, but it's for game development. Yeah, it's uh, Unreal Engine. Yeah, Meta it is human. awesome. I'm going to be learning how to create Takes stuff in MetaHuman. Real-time digital human creation from yes. weeks or even months to less than an hour. Okay, look at and this. And you can create, so we can create ourselves. Is it is it like going into Unreal Engine 5 Whoa. or something like that? Or? Dude, so, look at that. Look at So they're making this on the fly. Whoa. 
Wow. That Whoa. Looks like a real Asian man. Whoa. <laughs> right. That looks like a real like, old man. So they came out I with mean, this you a couple tell days it's still ago. Still CGI, but this is fantastic. You Whoa. know what? It, you know what it looks like. It looks like on the level of uh, Final Fantasy Kingmaker Kingsglaive CGI, like that hyper realistic CGI. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Epic came out with this a couple days ago, and they're like, oh, it's going to be just... It was not even like a really big announcement. It was just like a... Hold on. And this is... The video we're watching is like not a very good quality. I'm going to switch over. This is like the ultimate... Here, give me a sec, everybody watching. This is like the ultimate character creation, but it's a tool for developers. Yeah. Well, but Unreal, keep in mind, Unreal Engine is free, so everybody can jump in and... Well, this is this is what this. I wonder. Is this going to be an update to Unreal Five, or what are they on Unreal Four, so, Unreal Five that developers can then use in future games? So yeah. look how good this looks. Wow! Like, so it's called MetaHuman, and I was I've been watching stuff on it. They just you know they're like yeah yeah you know Epic they they have uh, money upon money upon money yeah. right and they're eh, you know what we'll just do this. And I'm thinking what I could do with this. Yeah, dude. What we can do with the X One Bros with this. <laughs> I know. X1 Bros, youtube.com forward slash X1 Bros. Get in now because we're going to be having some story time <laughs> like, look happening how good. here. Dude, it's so cool. It's the ultimate character creation. It really is. Like, <laughs> And it's all in a tool set. So it's it's no different than learning uh, like Photoshop or Adobe Premiere. Yeah, like I wonder, is it, is it going to be incorporated to Unreal Engine? Because that'll be exciting for so. developers, you know what I mean? Well, or, or people like well, that. yeah, this is for developers. This is Yeah, that's yeah. what this is for, right? So imagine, like, I'm just thinking of all the possibilities of what we can do. I mean, we could turn this show into just us. Yeah, and, so um, for, those of you, yeah, for, those, for those of you listening, if you go look up Epic Games' MetaHuman Creator, basically what we're seeing here is they're showing a bunch of different faces and they're showing them talking and moving around and they look very, very real. It's not, it's from this character creation. And then what they're doing is showing how they're creating, adjusting eyebrows, hair, wrinkles, facial hair, nose, cheekbones, the whole shot in this app that is creating these characters. That looks amazing. There's uh they look like they're saying you are the narrator. You create the narrative. Yeah. Because you could easily do lip syncs. And the whole shot, it looks like I am metahuman. Yeah, I oh, wonder how. So good. I wonder how it lip syncs. Okay, spicy. So well done. Yeah, so wow. well, let me let me give that a a nice. Oh wow, right thank you. A I nice only get those block. like every couple of years. Yeah, that was good. That's good. That's no, I really because this is they they said it's coming out twenty twenty one. So I'm, I just think as a creative, what I could do for fun for stuff that we do with live on the show and stuff, yeah. and and even on top of that, just and that's just me. Imagine what game developers, how good games are going to be looking. Yeah. Because they can spend only an hour doing this and then the rest of the time making good games. The game that I'm most looking <laughs> yeah. forward to. Uh, I don't know how it works. The game that I'm most looking forward to in 2021 is MLB The Show. Oh, oh yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait to roll through a Play season. A little bit of the baseball. I cannot wait to create my own pitcher. I'm always a pitcher. And good for you. I want to be a catcher, the guy behind the bat. Why not? I feel like he's very underrated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the catcher gets the ladies. And I would make my catcher thick. Thick. So when the, when the third baseman comes running in, I just stand there. You, yeah, you're a he, wall. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, great question, Matt Balsley. Thank you very much for writing in. Junior Winking writes in and has a question, uh, and he says... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Andrew. Uh, and, Andrew Cool and I left us a super chat, everybody, and he said you could put your beard back. I really, could. I really could. I really could. Junior Winking uh, writes in and says, "Bros, 
Happy to catch the show tonight. Oh, Junior Winking, thank you very much. He said, I started a new job, and I'm working hard to get up to date with the processes and to prepare for the CPA exam. Well, good luck with that. Nice. Uh, and good Congrats. job. That's good. He says, anyways, That's a lot of work. when you bros have started a new job or had a moment in life where you felt like staying away from gaming to stay focused on big changes in your life, how do you do it? I feel like I have to disconnect from the box completely so I can stay 100% away and focused. Others may think that's extreme, but maybe you guys have some less radical ideas. Thanks, bros. Yeah, I'll give me my experience. So right now, I am the busiest I've ever been in my entire life uh -huh. with a baby on the way in a month. Oh, yeah. I, forgot about I started that. a new job. I am head of community for a, for a mobile game, and it is way stressful uh, and super intense, and I've had to drop some things and say, nope, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. And if you're the type that can't, basically, this is what I'm going to say. I have found that in order for me to enjoy and play video games, I've had to step back for uh, the last couple of weeks. And this week, finally, I was able to sit down and play a game for relaxation. Um, I play a couple games for relaxation and it, it was really nice. So I don't think that it's radical to take a step away for a few weeks because you have to to concentrate or focus on something. I think what it does though, the unintended consequence of it is that when you do finally get to jump back into a game, it brings back that, all oh, right, it's time to relax. And, and I've enjoyed games like I haven't enjoyed in a, in a while. So it's a nice break. Spicy. Let's go to you. Thoughts. Sure. Opinions. Uh, well, I think, I think, I always, we, we've said this on the show a million times. Uh, balance is very, very, very important. Um, if you want to be happy and still enjoy games, you need to have a balanced outlook on gaming and on actually everything. Uh, I think it's very important to take care of your family. And I think it's very important in order to take care of your family, you need to take care of your job. Right. Um, and you, you know, those spellmonger books that we've been reading. Oh yeah, it's mentioned many, many, many times throughout the book, and I've actually always thought this, and it, he puts it into words very well. Um, there, are the things that make you happy in life is hard work and family. Yeah, that's what makes people happy. What is interesting is I have this balance and constant battle, spicy, since you brought up spellmonger, and this this has to relate Ooh. with the discussion between fiction and nonfiction. There are some nonfiction books. That I, uh, I I go I bounce back and forth and I read them simultaneously. Actually, one of them that I actually think would be really good for you, Junior Wing King, is called The One Thing. It's really good and it's all about this: the most successful people in the world focus on one thing and make that their one thing. The most successful companies in the world do that as well. KFC, they're focused on chicken. Um, Disney, at the height, storytelling, and then even they might even if they expand, they're still all about that one thing. However, people, and I think people get into this like, well, I can't learn anything from a fiction. No, 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 no. Fiction have fiction stories have so many lessons to learn and so many mm, like mind boggling statements and get you to think about stuff. I've been noticing the same thing in Spellmonger as sure. we're, as we're, as we're reading it. It's like, oh, that's a really good point. Oh, that's a life lesson right there from this fictional Fictional story. That's the beauty of storytelling. Mm -hmm. You can still learn and extract nonfiction ideas uh, and lessons from fiction stories. But yeah, anyways. well, have you read Alice in Wonderland? No, ever. I, I never have. I, so, I hear it's a trip. It is. 
it's a, I can't remember the author. I should. It's you know, it's classic literature. I should, but that book. I, I mean, he must have been high off the yeah. when he wrote it. But I challenge anyone that has not read that book to read that book and not use a highlighter and highlight interesting things that is written in that book and not have every page highlighted. Like he has life lessons for pretty yeah. much every page in that book. It's fascinating. Anyway, so that's how I feel about the February 1999 Playboy issue. It's highlighted. <laughs> yeah. Perfect example. Yeah. Highlighted all that's over the every place. page. There's every something page. there. There's something to highlight. <laughs> a life lesson to learn. Oh, that's our David. Every day. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so what I was what I was saying um, originally is balance. Make sure to take care of your family and take care of your 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 job so your family's taken care of. And gaming is there to help you do that. I honestly feel like gaming is there to help me stay in a good mind so I don't go crazy you know, with, with all the work. So it's yeah. a balance. Jordan. And well, oh, I want to just say, um, if you need to break away, like David said, for a couple weeps, 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 <laughs> weeks, it's totally fine. That happens all the time. I like to... Recently, I have been taking several days off at a time from gaming just because I needed to, um, to stay balanced and to stay and to do work and everything like that. It's totally fine. So I think if that's what you need to do, you are the judge of what makes you feel good. And I tell my nephews this all the time when they're playing Fortnite and they're getting mad and, you know, playing Call of Duty and they're just yank angry. I say, how are you, how, pay attention to how you feel while you play. If you are not happy, stop. <laughs> Just yeah. stop and play something else or go outside, do something right. Just pay attention to how you feel. And that's a, that's a good way to stay happy, stay healthy, and make sure your family's taken care of. That's what I say. Mm. Anyways, yeah, Jordan. Jordan. Oh, no, I think you guys said it perfectly. It's yeah. all about balance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, believe it or not, you can... Just like with anything in life, you can get burnt out of games. Right? Oh, amen. So I mean, it's, when it's not it's not it's not a bad like your nephews, right? I mean, I'm sure they're at that phase where they're getting burnt out. You know, <laughs> yeah. you got Sometimes you have to step back. The game for me is Tarkov. That <laughs> that that game makes you. I I th I think it was last week actually. I didn't. I took a I took a week off from gaming, other than the two streams, just because you just you feel burnt out, and of course you know you get busy and stuff. But uh, no, I think I think you guys said it perfectly. Balance is key. Um, and then, like David, when you get busy with work and stuff, gaming is always there at the end it's of the, the week to, to to relax you. You know, it's I mean, the dessert. It's, so yeah. not only can you be burnt out of gaming, but it can also relax you. And anyway, spicy but. made a statement: if you want to be happy for the rest of your life, and I would just like to end <laughs> with these words from our good friend Jimmy Soul: if you want to be happy, oh, for I the know rest the song. Life, yeah, that's a great song. Never make a pretty woman your wife. From my personal, For my personal point, point of, view, of view, get an ugly girl to marry you. <laughs> Truer words have never been I spoken. love that song. At yeah. the post show, everybody here, we're going to listen to that song on the post show. Jimmy Soul. That's a great song. Yeah. Thank you very much, Junior Winking. That is a great question. Thank you for writing. Our last question comes from the one and only. It's Super Shocker. He says, I just finished the reboot of the Tomb Raider series, and there is no doubt that Laura gets hotter as the series progresses Amen. through the console generations. Mm -hmm. For example... Her hair in the 2013's Tomb Raider looks like straw, but five years later in 2018, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, it looks silky smooth and full of texture. It's that Pantene Pro V. Yeah. Yeah. 
She now, changed conditioners. He said, now it took five years and a console jump to get there, but you could clearly see the developers were dead set on making noticeable improvements in each title. In fact, I can't think of a game title that would better demonstrate the progression of character modeling from the blockhead lower in 1996 Sega Saturn Tomb Raider to the newest one. So with that said, what do you guys see in today's game characters that has improved greatly over the many game oh. generations? Uh, I got mine. Yeah, what's yours? Everything is voice acted. Uh, yeah. Voice acting sure. is standard, and that was not always the case. And even now, sometimes there's like a Nintendo game, for instance, that doesn't do that. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard to be like, I've got to read. I can't listen. I well, can't hear this voice acting. For, for example, Dragon Quest actually does both. Yeah. They voice act a fair bit of it, and then there's some where it's text, and when you're, you're when it's, the text pops up, you're just like waiting for him to talk, and you're like, oh. Oh, oh you're not oh, talking. I got to read this. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it should say read now. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, yeah, voice acting. I think it's just something we become used to, right? So yeah. it's almost weird to go back and play those old old games. That is true. Uh, so yeah, I think voice acting. Jordan, how about you? Character, what do you think, I think today's character? I think the biggest improvement... Boop physics. I think... Yeah, oh, Boop yeah. physics. Yeah, yeah that physics has gotten excellent over the years. No, I think the uh, I think the biggest improvement of games, and this goes for every game across all, gen, uh, all genres, is the animations. Oh, yeah. I think the animations have... They become move natural, fluid. Yeah, facial expressions. Way, well, even even if you take a game like Division Two or not Division Two, the first Division. Do you remember how cool it was? And it's just it's something little, but it's all this little stuff that adds up. How cool was it when we first saw the Division? And he he went into cover against that car, and then, and then, then as shut the door. yeah, and then as he slid along, and he that. shut the door. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's just animations. Detail. I don't know if you. Yeah, it's an animation. Detailed animations. Even if you take games like Call of Duty, the way the guns reload, yeah. the, how the shells come out. How, I mean, it's just. Animations, I think, have really gone to the next level. And I think animations is what helps immersion. Absolutely. Uh, Spicy, how about yourself? Anything we missed there that you'd like to add on? No, Jordan was really, really good. I would say on top of that, additional animations <laughs> you know, on like... The, like boob physics. <laughs> yeah, like, well, let's, let's, let's point that out. Like uh, the facial animation animations while they talk yeah. is... Yeah extraordinarily better today and it's getting better yearly like you can see emotions you can now start telling story with facial expressions that in games you were never able to do before yeah sure i mean let's take that rockstar game la yeah. noir yeah where you actually had to look at the the Face. people and be like is he lying <laughs> <laughs> i think he's lying to me yeah. right now right i, uh, I think yeah. rockstar rockstar is interesting i think they're one of the greatest game developers that pushes animation to the next level. Do you remember how horses were back then when in Red Dead Redemption 1? Yeah. And then they come out with that that horse model animation where the muscles flex on yeah. each part of the yeah. part of the body and how they walk and trot and run. It it totally changed horse. Well, death I think forever. Oh yeah. Well, every horse it took horse gameplay to the next level. It yeah. really did. Well, yeah. I think Rockstar is a perfect example. I think Rockstar leads the way because they're not afraid to take risks and try new things with technology. Yeah. You know, let's take uh, L.A. Noir. you know, the technology of the facial stuff. It wasn't quite there at the time, but I think it paved the way. Well, it's uh, well, you it wasn't bad, but it was just it was it was, it was it was in a weird spot, you know, well, because they were the first ones that did it and so put so much effort into it. Remember that game was three discs? Yeah. 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 When yeah. that wasn't a thing anymore? Yeah. And it was because of the animations yeah. where, the, you know, because you're like, 
looking at them. And they, they act, that's when it's the whole movement started to put all the things on the faces. And the then motion they, capture the and all that. The motion capture, yeah. the actor talking. And then... Which is standard. It's, no, it's standard yeah. now. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Rockstar... They push the envelope even, a lot. Even if you take the latest GTA, I mean, the multiplayer alone, I think, is is its own trendsetter because mm-hmm. of what they do. But even if you take GTA Five with a single-player campaign where it was from three different perspectives, I think that was a, a new, innovative way of telling a story. Oh, yeah. You know, I, th- I think, uh, I know that's kind of lean towards Rockstar, but I think Rockstar, they're, they're trendsetters, man. They're, they they're not afraid to take risks, and they're not afraid to, to make a game that they think is fun. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. Thank goodness. <laughs> Matt Balzi in chat says, I've played AC Brotherhood and AC3, and my God, old horse physics are unbearable now. Yeah. They move like blocks. It's they disgusting. Move, they move like ball blocks. It's uh, terrible. It's terrible. The Minecraft horses are better. The, the Minecraft horses are not bad, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, thank you very much for writing in. That was a fabulous question, Super Shocker. Appreciate it. That actually does us for this week's show, everybody. It's been a show and a half. It's been a fun show. If you haven't yet, please make sure you head over to iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Rate, review, and subscribe to us there. It really helps out the show. Also, come follow us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 Bros. It is a great time. We have a pre-show. We have the show. And then we have the after show, and we're getting ready for the after show immediately following this, this stream. It's called the after show party, actually. And it is a blast. Jordan, tell me the game you're going to play this this week. You were disappointed Final Fantasy didn't announce on Xbox. Yeah, but I'm still holding out hope. I'm still holding out hope. We, we, you know, we have some stuff. When I, I, Sometimes that's all that's left is hope. Yeah, I'm, maybe Microsoft will announce it. Maybe I'll jump will in. I'll it. jump in on that as soon as it comes over. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. We're hoping. Guys, have a great week. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.